Mendy here from the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome in to week 10 of the Fantasy Football Podcast, week 15 of the NFL season. I'm your host, David Nelson, back with you for another episode. Here with our usual characters, John Van Etten. What's good? And Eric Mendelson. Guys, it's good to be back. I'm giving you a hug over the phone right now. And we have our, uh, our guest this week. He is an Eagles fan. His middle name starts with F. He is a, uh, a big uh, Kobe Bryant fan, the Mamba Man. Dave Williams, welcome to the pod. Yo, it was good, you guys. Dave F. We were yes, discussing sir. what the F meant, but none of us knew. Giving out the David. whole government on the pod. David, I thought I was going to get my intro music today. No, no, I saw all your guys' intro music. I, uh, all right, so actually, I, I, I always mix up the order of doing that. But here I have, Eric, I have yours first. Okay, you ready? We, we don't get into all of this. <laughs> Eric, here you go. All right. I like it. Do you give up? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, Eric, I think I'm you're here. at whose house right now? Oh. What'd you say? Whose house are you at right now? Mom's. I know but, it's one of those shows. Roseanne. Ah, there yeah. we go. Oh, I was going to say. She's going to disown you if you can't guess that. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen an episode of Roseanne. Yeah, I've probably seen at least one, because I recognize that. She's very controversial, apparently. I didn't know that you wanted me to guess it. I've Obviously, I'll always do it so you can guess it. Okay. Um, all right, John. Zeke wanted to contribute his thoughts. Um, all right, John, here's yours. Jameis Winston fell down a well? What is it? <laughs> John, here's yours. John, I hope you can guess this one. Yeah, I said, I said right when it came. It's two and a half men, man. Ah, yes. As as the deepest voice of the podcast, I felt like I needed to give you the man music. At, er, at early season, too, not that Ashton Kutcher stuff. 
Oh, no, no, no. I had to play the original. That is from the first season. <laughs> All right, Shout Dave, out to ready? Tiger Blood. Yeah, I'm good. Dave, you ready for yours since you're a master of uh, debate here? Oh, am I? I mean, it's lit that you chose the the Wale version. Do you know what it is? The show with Molly and I, I had to say it that way because I had to make it uh, of note that I don't enjoy her on the show. Like, I stopped watching that show because she's annoying. First take. Yeah, uh, facts on everything you said, that is what it was from. And yes, uh, I can't stand her either. Uh, did you see that she, uh, what she said to, like, Max Kellerman when he, like, tried to curve her? No, nah, I'm not hip. Uh, Max, like, was debating uh, Dan Orlovsky, and uh, he was, uh, Molly, like, made a comment. He was like, Molly, I'm debating Dan. And she's like, oh, you can't yeah. debate the moderator? She's like, the moderator can debate, too. And then he turned to her like he was going to debate her then? He's like, I can debate, too, if I want to later. But he's like, I'm debating him right now. It, it was just funny. She's, I, I read all the comments, and everybody just trashed Bring back Carrie Champion. Yeah, she was a lot better. Um, all right, well, I always like wasting a little time in the beginning. That's that's a fun little thing we have. Um, so uh, we are again on week 15 of the NFL season. Uh, so we're going to look back first at our takeaways from week 14. All right, this is my sauna music. This is This is exactly how long I stay in the sauna for. The length of this song. Six minutes and 53 seconds. Yes. How, how long? So, I always pick this as our look back song because it sounds like we're like going back into memory lane here. Um, so, uh, Eric, I'm going to start with you. What were your three takeaways from week 14? All right. My first is the 49ers are for real. I said if we went two and one in that stretch against the Packers, Ravens, and Saints, I would say it. And the offensive explosion. Uh, so that is my first. My second is that I think you bench Aaron Rodgers if you have him and you're still in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think he's an elite fantasy quarterback anymore. The last five games, he's had one game over 20 and three under 15. Under 300 yards in all. Only one multi-touchdown game. And his last two weeks are against the Bears, who he had 12.9 points against. And the Vikings, who he had 14.4. And my last is I think you start all the Rams uh, in the playoffs. Cooper Cup has 27 targets past two games. Higby is uh, about 20. Rams D double digits last four out of five. Goff is throwing a lot. Gurley's getting carries. Full send on Rams. Oh, that, that I don't know what to do with all this extra time. Usually it takes you five minutes to do these takeaways. <laughs> no, I was prepared today, especially with you wasting time in the opener. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, John, give us, what are your takeaways for, uh, from Blue 14? Um, my, one of my takeaways, I'm really rooting for the <clears throat> that weird seven and nine four-way tie in the NFC East. I don't know if it's still a thing, but I think that would be the greatest thing that's ever happened to football. Um, second, uh, you can't predict defenses. I, I'm against Eric. I don't think you bench any of your studs anymore. You know, people who tried to bench Drew Brees or anybody on the offense against the 49ers looking very foolish. And then my last one is Jameis Winston's the next Peyton Manning. Uh, <laughs> eerily similar statistics. And um, I'm just waiting for famous Jameis to uh, win a Super Bowl. Wow. Big on to Jameis. 
Uh, all right, uh, Dave, why don't you uh, you? I can't. Wow. Was, that three, was that three takeaways? There was it was three. I counted them. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave, why don't you give us your uh, three takeaways from week fourteen? I don't know. I'm still in shock a little bit when he said uh, when John said Jameis is the next Peyton Manning. Sheesh. Well, that's they tough. Have to, through their first sixty nine career starts, they have <laughs> nice the exact same completion percentage. Jameis has twenty more yards per game, and you didn't they, need to defend it. You could just let it stand. That's a that's a hot take. Like, I thought something Eric said was a hot take, but I forgot it once you said that about Jameis. Left my mind completely. You got it, bro. Dave, you got to throw hot takes because I got to throw the basic. Hot takes. I mean, I don't really have hot takes. I'm just – I really like – Eric talked about the 49ers already, but I really like them. I believe in Garoppolo now. Like, I thought it would be a tough game, and it it was. It came down to a last-second field goal. Um, but I like the way they were go- able to go out there and score a lot of points. They should have been able to get more stops, but there's going to be games where your defense lets you down. So it's nice to know that they can go out there and drop 40 on somebody if they absolutely need to, uh, like the 49ers uh, overall. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, the Dave Jinx. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Knock on wood. I mean, I'm not a fan, so I can say it, right? I'm just some guy. I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, did- uh, Eric, congrats on the NFC Championship, bud. Good game, good game. Yeah, it's locked up. Drew Locke might be a little bit lit. I liked what he was doing against the uh, the Texans. He looked pretty decent. Uh, had a high completion percentage, 300 yards. Uh, he has a little bit of wheels, which is nice. And it's always nice to see somebody start over Flacco. I hate Flacco. Uh, last takeaway. He's elite. He's elite. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I guess. How many Super Bowl rings does Joe Flacco have? Well, I guess he has more than zero. And Shout out to Raheem Moore for Carson still like Wentz whiffing out. on that pick. Shout out to Raheem Moore for still whiffing on that pick uh, on their Super Bowl journey on the Broncos trip. I think that was the AFC Championship a bunch of years ago. Anyway, uh, the last team I have a takeaway from. Uh, is the Steelers. It looks like they finally found their quarterback, maybe for the rest of the season, on a guy that started the season as their fourth-string quarterback, and then they traded away Dobbs. Uh, And then they had Rudolph starting, and he did not look too good. But I kind of believe in Duck Dynasty a little bit. Duck Hodges looking decent. He might be enough to carry them to the wild card uh, as well. All right. I mean, I think he definitely is doing a better job filling in than – Mason Rudolph, he was just awful. And he has a very punchable face. Yeah, we've we've debated that he would be the guy at the bar that we'd want to punch in the face. Um, My takeaway is really quick. Raheem Mostert is a stud. Uh, I mean, he – Kyle Shanahan finally came out this week and said we have to get him the ball more. He just looks dynamic. Um, Kevin Coleman looks like he's stuck in the mud. Um, If I were the Niners, I'd be giving Raheem Mostert 20 touches a game. Um. The officiating is completely awful. I think we've saw that. Uh, I know it's a it's a tough job to do, but it it almost seems like it's the replacement ref level. Um, and uh, I just think it's been a bad product from that standpoint so far this year. And uh, Ryan Tannehill, Tana Thrill, he's a top eight quarterback. I think going forward for the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> I like that a lot. Number, it's, it's, I like that. 
I it, love it. Wants to be bold, but it, it's just low enough that it's no, no, no. Eight is great. I, if you're eight's ahead, of, eight, eight's ahead of some dude that are probably going to make the Hall of Fame. So I love that the 49ers were on your guys' takeaway. Like that makes me they're lit fan. Uh, Eric, I mean, my takeaway was that their defense is not as legit. <laughs> Eric, it's all right, John. I never liked you. In his last I mean, five games, trash. But they kind of had to be in our takeaways, though, because uh, David talked about Mosert. And what did he start the season at, like, third or fourth on the depth chart for running back? Like, that team just feels loaded. Um, Eric, are you, are you going to do what I was going to do if the Chiefs made the Super Bowl last year? Are you going to throw a Super Bowl party if they make it? TBD, <laughs> I don't want to think about that yet. True. Honestly, Fair if, enough. If my team made the Super Bowl, I'd do the exact same thing I did the week before or the two weeks before and just do nothing properly. <laughs> you don't you don't want to mess up the mojo when it's working. Fair enough. I'm I'm a believer in uh whatever's working, you gotta keep doing it. Big uh, big fan shui guy. Um all right, well we look and we look back at week fourteen. Uh, I think this might have been the most injured week of the season, which requires a, a uh, emergency alarm. <laughs> We have a little ambulance along. <laughs> Don't talk to me about injuries. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so there was a lot of these going off uh, at stadiums over the uh, last weekend. A lot of ambulances having to come and uh, get some guys and stretchers. So we had, uh, it seems like, oh, gosh. I mean, Jameis Winston, a fractured right thumb. He's week to week. Patrick Mahomes. Right hand injury. He's day to day. Hopefully, he's going to play, but can't grip the ball the right way. Darius Geis, uh, MCL sprain. He's done for the season. Rashad Penny, a torn left ACL, and uh, apparently other ligament damage. Derrick Henry, left ham left hamstring strain, day to day. Alshon, um, a torn right Achilles tendon. He's out for the year. Mike Evans, hamstring out for the year. Devontae Parker, Jared Cook, Albert Wilson, Vance McDonald, all had concussions. Calvin Ridley, abdominal injury out for the year. Paris Campbell, fractured foot. Auden Tate, M sprain MCL, he's out for the year. DJ Chark, foot sprain out at least a week. Mark Andrews, day to, uh, week to week. Noah Fant, likely out at least one week. And Ryan Griffin, left ankle sprain. These are just the notable fantasy you, players. You forgot Marvin Jones in that list. I feel like you Damn. disrespected him. You're right. Marvin Jones out for the season as well. Uh, guys, this is just a massive list of injuries that obviously cost people uh, their fantasy matchups. I know Devontae Parker cost me my DraftKings lineup because I was actually doing really well before he went out. Um, so, so you were doing well until you had a bad pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to ask each of you, out of all the injuries I just read, which fantasy player do you feel is in line to benefit the most from uh, these injuries? So, uh, John, I'm going to start with you. Christopher Carson. I mean, he get. He was already getting a pretty good workload. Now it's going to be even more full. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who the third string running back is over there, but you know he's not going to be as good as Rashad Penny. So expect to see a lot more touches for Carson, who already gets a lot. Is he a top five running back going forward? Oh, yeah. And I would be really excited if I didn't uh, lose in, in the matchup where I have him to a team that scored 140-some points. So. <laughs> Still, I understand the saltiness is still there. I'm, I'm feeling mine and my losses, too. Yeah, it was really set up for me well in this semifinal. Um, I even have Moster. I picked him up a, a few weeks ago. It doesn't matter. Fantasy is a week-to-week -week game. You can have the best team and just that one week that you just don't play well and 
everything just goes to um dave what is your uh your biggest winner from all these unfortunate injuries biggest winner i feel like chris carson was a good one i don't know uh but i like galladay i guess going into this matchup uh this week against the buccaneers with marvin jones out like you know and is going to get some looks, but they're always going to feed Galladay. I think they have to. Um, so I feel like he has a solid week this week. <laughs> Dave, would you like to make a pod bet? Ooh. Ooh. On what? Let me sign the pod bet alarm. <laughs> so I will pod bet you that Danny Amendola has a better game than Kenny Galladay this week. <laughs> wow. Dave, what one. are the stakes? Loser has to uh, tweet the other tweet out on Twitter. Tw- I can't even that's a the tweet out on Twitter uh, that the other person is a fantasy god. Wow! For all their followers to see. Sounds like a deal. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> all right, David. So, yeah. Is Danny Amendola even going to be able to find the stadium? I feel like he's got that like West Melbourne. <laughs> he doesn't really know where he is. Huh. He he is due. You know, uh, I was something in the air that says he's just it's time. Danny Amendola wants to turn it on the last three weeks of the season. He's going to make me look really smart. Hey, it, it, mm. it makes you look smart, like my Minshew prediction. He's he's my Malzay Jones. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> He, we should just call it. What's your What's your uh, Malzay Jones prediction this week? All, all this just throw a wild card out there. I think he finally gets a touchdown. <laughs> is this the week? This is the week. Oh man. Okay. Malzay Jones. All right. Uh, so you guys hear it here: Danny Amendola versus Kenny Galladay. I hear. I like my chances. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> Eric, uh, uh, who is your uh, biggest winner? So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say O.J. Howard. Uh, Mike Evans being out, I think, creates a lot of opportunities. It's a throwing team. Uh, O.J. Howard's already playing a good amount of snaps, but I think he's kind of that big body receiver that Jameis is looking for. So I think he's going to get a lot more volume in terms of targets his way. And and we've already established Jameis Winston as a stud, so exactly. Um. Okay, so I, I have two parts to answer this question. So, the biggest winner this week is going to be Danny Amendola. <laughs> I'm Team Danny this week. Um, but for the rest of the season, uh, I mean, it has to be Chris Carson. I don't want to. I know it's repeating an answer, but he's boo. Uh, that's why I had to throw Danny Amendola first because I had to get my boy recognition first. David, you you and something about white skill players for the Lions. Him, uh, Jeff Driscoll. That's so specific. I know. There's just two, like, two players. <laughs> he named two in one of them. <laughs> Short white players for the Lions. Quarterbacks are normal. I feel like Jeff Driscoll's kind of tall. Yeah, don't don't sell Jeffy short. Okay. Uh, but I think if you look at the statistics, the number two receiver against Tampa Bay always does really well. And Danny Amendola is sliding into the number two receiver spot now that Marvin Jones is out. So I think that 
uh, a lot of attention will go to Galladay, which will leave Danny Amendola a lot more targets. So he's my winner this week, and for the rest of the season overall, it's definitely Chris Carson. Um, all right. Uh, you just now, feel that from me. Uh, John, you just – great minds think alike. That's how I like to think of it. <laughs> um, so we're going to move into uh, our big main staple here, and it's our Week 15 analysis. So uh, we look into week 15 with us reporting on a Thursday. We are recording live during the Thursday night football game. I have the TV on. I'm not going to give any uh, updates to anybody else that's watching. Um, or I don't think any, you guys aren't watching, you said, right? No. no. Okay. So, yeah, I won't. I want you. to guess at what's going on right this moment. Committed to the pod. <laughs> um, so we look at we're going to. Uh, analyze the Jets Baltimore game like it's not happening right now first since it's the Thursday night game. Um and Dave, I'm gonna start with you for this game. Uh who are fantasy relevant players for this game and is there any jet you feel confident in? Any jet? I mean I guess Levion? I don't know. Do I, I don't even love that against this Ravens defense, but I that, I think that's fine. I'm I'm cool with starting Levion. Any other Jets? I don't know. Is Ryan Anderson Gonna get a sneaky touchdown for like eighty yards. That's Robbie us, or Mafia. Yeah, you right, Robbie. Ryan get... was an awkward white guy on the Magic. He was yeah. an awkward white guy, <laughs> powerful and shooter. Um, yeah, but is Robbie Anderson gonna get a long touchdown? That's possible. But other than that, I don't. I'm not interested in their receivers. Not interested in their defense. Not interested in their quarterback. Not uh, David's fantasy uh, surprise pick, Jamison Crowder. I know Eric nah. remembers that one. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm good. Maybe <laughs> if this was FanDuel to win a milli and those dudes were real cheap, I would think about it. But other than that, I'm I don't like that. And then we're obviously starting Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. Got to. Okay. Um looking at New England and Cincinnati, John, um, do you trust Tom Brady in this game? And is there any bangle that you feel confident in? Just before I jump into this, is the game on commercial? going on right now david is the game what going on right now yeah is, is or is it in commercial it is the game right now i i want to say the jets have the ball and Le'Veon bell just ran for like a half yard half yard stuffed at the line <laughs> well the jets have the ball and Le'Veon <laughs> bell just ran for like four yards so you're close oh man i was close <laughs> oh wait oh it was just a play action I was going to say, there's still a chance it could happen right now. <laughs> okay. Now they've got past that. I do think the Bengals um, is not necessarily the best matchup. They have a, a weirdly okay defense for a team that's so bad. Um, but I do expect the Patriots defense to be revitalized. Um, Andy Dalton can only string together so many good performances. But it's a, a stinker. So I think they'll be okay. Is there any Patriot you feel good about this week starting? Um, Michelle, I, I think they, they, and James White, it looks like they're starting to get him back in the passing game against the Chiefs a little bit. And I think they are going to try and pound the rock just to try and, you know, uh, three yard runs look a little bit better than three and outs with three incompletions. So, so Sony Michelle gets a touchdown this week. 
Sony and James White do. Oh, okay. Um, Eric, let's look at Seattle and Carolina, which is actually one of my favorite games for this uh, one o'clock slate. Um, give us outside the uh, Christian McCaffrey, Chris Carson studs. Um, who do you feel really good about in this game? I think you're going to play a lot of receivers. Uh, I feel confident starting Lockett and DK Metcalf. I think he's been really solid. Russell Wilson's a great quarterback, so he'll find ways to get him the ball. And DJ Moore has been really, really solid. Had four for 83, and that was considered a down game for him. So I think a lot of fantasy-relevant players are starting in this game. Um, Let me say this. It's all pointing to a Chris Carson game. The Carolina Panthers are the worst run defense in the NFL. Not saying Chris Carson won't eat, but I think this will be a big Russell Wilson game. I heard a statistic um, that Russell Wilson in 2016 was the last time that he's thrown an interception in four straight games, which he's currently on right now. And the fifth game out of that, he threw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Happened. So I just think I, I'm just a, I'm a player of trends, and I think that this is going to be a surprise Russell Wilson game. Saying that, Eric, do you like DK Metcalf or do you like uh, Tyler Lockett better? I like Metcalf because he's a bigger target, so I think he has a better chance to moss someone. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Dave, we look at Tampa Bay and Detroit. Uh, A lot of good pass catchers in this game and weak running games. Uh, Who is your favorite player to start in this game? Favorite? Hmm. The Tampa Bay pass catchers are pretty lit. Uh, So just like uh, I think Eric said earlier, I like O.J. Howard a lot. Uh, And then which of their two receivers is healthy right now? Uh, Evans is healthy? No, Mike Evans is out (laughs) here. Uh, Yeah, then Galladay, obviously. Or uh, Godwin, obviously, is going to have a great game. He's been playing like a top 15 or so receiver. Are you not worried about the Darius Slay shadow? No. Big play Slay, to me, hasn't had that many big plays this season. So, And the defense is pretty mm, lackluster all around. So I, f- I feel pretty comfortable starting Godwin. He's going to get a uh, million targets. Do you like better Godwin or Galladay? Just because I don't even know who is who on Tampa Bay is going to be able to hold Galladay. And... It might be a shootout, and neither de- defense is like particularly stout. I guess Galladay, but they're both going to get volume. I think. I think both get like twelve to fourteen targets. Okay. You know, Fair it's kind of wild. Uh, I just realized there's a Darius Slay and a Darius Slayton in the NFL. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild if he covered one another? <laughs> The uh, ton in Slayton would give him that would blanket him. (laughs) He would blanket him. He would blanket the Darius Slay part of him, but the ton would give him the touchdown. Yeah. Um, is there any running backs in this game you like, Dave? Not that much. I still don't know what's going on really with the Detroit running back situation. Um, yeah. Mm, Um, I don't like that situation from a running back standpoint on either side. 
All right, uh, John, we look at Green Bay hosting Chicago um, in a divisional matchup. Um, who are your favorite players in this matchup? I, I really like Allen Robinson. He uh, He's looking pretty passable recently, so I think that is a good sign for Allen Robinson, uh, the best player. Um, I know Eric said you don't start uh, Aaron Rodgers against the Bears defense, but I'm sure a lot of people last week wanted to not start Drew Brees against the 49ers defense, and look what happened. So I think you stick with your studs for a reason, even if I do overall think he's Aaron Rodgers and uh, overrated. Damn. Rodgers? I haven't heard that one. Overrated. Yeah, but Rodgers hasn't been a stud, though. That's the problem. Yes. He's, like a, he's a real life stud. He hasn't been a fantasy stud. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a part of him that has regressed a little bit. Some of the throws that he used to be able to hit, he just isn't hitting anymore. He's not getting the yards after catch from the receivers either. The yak. Yeah. Um, okay, we look at the next game. Eric, the Chiefs, my boys, hosting the uh, Broncos, uh, friend of the podcast, Kevin Suen's boys. Um, do you think that Patrick Mahomes gets right and gets his uh, players involved? Or uh, do you think it's a lower-scoring game that people realize and no one's super fantasy role? No, I think the Chiefs lose 41 nothing. <laughs> I'll bet you on that one if you'd like. Uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. How much money do I have in my bank account to bet you? Watch it actually happen. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a little bit lower-scoring than people think. Uh, it's 45 and a half. I think Mahomes is a little gimpy. Denver's a physical team. It's a division game, and you know how I feel about division games. Uh, but obviously, you're still playing the skill players, Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. And on Broncos. Is this a Tyreek Hill game or a Travis Kelsey? It's a Travis Kelsey game. I, I'm with maybe, you on that. Maybe a McCoy touchdown. Like, maybe Ooh. McCoy vultures like two goal line touchdowns. Ooh. All right. Um, looking at our next game here, we have the uh, Giants hosting the Dolphins in a matchup of two of the worst teams in football and a potential fantasy gold mine. There could be a lot of points scored in this game. Um, so, Dave, is uh, who's your favorite player in this matchup? <laughs> And uh, do you uh, do you see a lot of points being scored, or is it going to be a dud? I mean, you would think it's kind of a poop factor game, right? But with defenses this bad, anything can happen. Um, obviously, Saquon has to uh, have, I don't know, 20-plus touches, I'm, I'm pretty sure. He's going to rack up a lot of points. Eli currently is like 116 and 117 uh, in his, his career win-loss record. He'll look to knot that up and get back to a career tie. He's going to have a lot of fantasy points. His magic always comes to play. Um, the white dude, Patrick Laird, that killed the <laughs> Eagles defense two weeks ago, he's going to have some uh, a bunch of fantasy points as well. Yeah, there's a bunch of dudes in this game that I think are startable this week. Who's My your favorite? favorite. Hmm, Alicia Manning. Alicia Manning. Just to knot up that career record at a tie so he doesn't get, you know, end the season with a losing career record. I don't think he wants that. He could have, like, 28-ish fantasy points. I can see that. All right. Um, do, 
if Devontae Parker plays, does he have a big game? <laughs> I mean, Jack Rabbit, the best corner for the Giants, Janoris Jenkins. I don't think Janoris Jenkins is all that good. Um, so I don't know who's really locking him up. He's 6'3". He's a big target. Fitz Magic is going to throw it all over the yard. So if he plays, I think that's a great start. That's a lot of easy points. All right. Um, but about that Chiefs game, if I was bolder, I would say I think the Broncos are going to win. But I do think they'll cover the 10-point spread. Uh, uh, Sutton came out this week uh, and said he sees the Broncos as a team that can contend for the division. He he, he sounded like he was about to make uh, a guarantee, but I think he's smarter than that going on TV making a guarantee. So instead, he just said, take care of business. So... I still think the Chiefs are obviously worlds better than the Broncos, but I can see them covering the spread if you wanted to gamble on that. I don't disagree with you. I think definitely uh, they're counting them out, but Drew Locke's given them yeah. life. Um, John, the original matchup, 8-5, uh, and five, the winner taking the, even the division. Um, who are your, some of your favorite players in this game? I didn't hear... Uh who you said, but by the context clues, that's Texans, Titans. Yes. The Texans and Titans. Uh, it's Derek Henry. He's in, um, the late divisional matchups are the best for him. He's an absolute study, even nursing a story. Uh, he still had a pretty good game against the, uh, um, some team in Oakland, um, <laughs> soon to be in Las Vegas. And then, uh, I actually, uh, don't, feel very confident about the Texans offense. Uh, this is something about the Titans defense. It's studly. It scores touchdowns. Big, it's strong. I really like the Titans. At this one. These are the Derrick Henry game, Tom Ryan Tannehill, or both? I think it's – I, I want to say it's a little bit of both, but the Texans have such a bad pass defense. I could see Anna Thrill throwing another 95-yarder to Adrian Ooh. Could you, you see are... the Texans – Losing the division because they play the Titans twice in these last three weeks. I've got the Titans, Titans, uh, at least splitting it, probably winning both. Wow. Okay. I like that. All right. Uh, Dave, I'm going to switch it back to you again for this one. It's the Eagles against the Redskins. Um, <laughs> since you're our Eagles expert, um, who should we be looking for in this game, especially since the Eagles wide receiver core is so decimated? Nobody? I don't know. Uh, we just signed a dude off the Redskins like practice squad. I think uh, he's going to start. Greg Ward, our former uh, college quarterback, he's going to start a wide receiver. Greg Ward is tough. Greg he Ward is, is tough. tough. He he's tough. I like him. He dropped the touchdown, but that's fine. My point is, there's a bunch of like grocery baggers starting a wide receiver for us. I, I don't know what's going on. So if you ask me who I like in this game. On the Eagles side, I guess Zach Ertz, but I'm starting to see why people call him Zach Noyak because he really doesn't get much yak. On a, there was a scramble drill where uh, Carson ran to the right in this past game, and Zach got a catch for maybe like 20-something yards. And he could have got probably another 10 more, but decided to juke backwards and then fell without contact and got zero yak instead of getting like 7 to 10 yards. So I don't know. I don't like anything about our offense right now, except for maybe Boston Scott. 
I don't know. So you like Boston Scott? Ish, but as much as you could like a dude that's probably third on the depth chart. All right. Um, Eric, Arizona hosting Cleveland. Um, who do you like in this game? You know, I think this is sneaky shootout potential. Uh, I think Arizona's at home, which will give them a little bit more of an edge, but their corners kind of suck. So even though Beckham hasn't been producing, I feel like you still have to start him. You have to roll with your studs. You're starting Landry, starting Chubb, and hope, hopefully Christian Kirk or Fitzgerald can have a good game for the Cardinals. Do you like Baker Mayfield in this game? It's supposedly a good matchup for him. He's just been a big disappointment all season. Uh, I think he's a solid, maybe a sneaky DFS play. Um, but, yeah, I mean – he has some stud receivers, so, I mean, can never go wrong with that. Okay. Uh, John, your Raiders hosting Jacksonville, and what uh, both teams are kind of downward spiraling at this point. Um, if uh, Josh Jacobs is out, how much do you like Washington? And um, is, their pass, is Raiders' pass defense going to get pooped on by the uh, Jags and your favorite Gardner Minshew? I, I was going to say, this is my highest-scoring game of the week. Wow. Jaguars, Ooh. bad defense. Raiders, bad defense. Hunter Renfro might be coming back. Josh Jacobs still might play, despite what you said. He had an MRI that came out pretty good. And I have to say, if you told me in the offseason that the longest pass play in Oakland Raiders Coliseum history was going to happen with an A. Brown scoring a 95-yard touchdown, it would have been ecstatic. Little did I know it would have been A.J. Brown for the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> but, <clears throat> like I said, you got Renfro coming back, Jacobs coming back, Zay Jones just waiting to go off. There's, there's <laughs> potential here with a couple crappy defenses that are going to give up a bunch of points to each other. And this is the week Zay Jones gets his touchdown. Yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we uh, do you like uh, – which if if DJ Chark is out, do you like a receiver for Jacksonville? Didi Westbrook. Didi Westbrook. Yeah. Did you say it's a Didi eruption? No, but that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I can see where you're coming from. I, I can see this being a very high scoring game too, and it's a, this is a John Gruden, yeah, get right man game. <laughs> this, this has thirty five twenty eight Raiders score in the last. Written all over it. Thirty-five twenty. He even called the score. Well, um, it probably won't be exactly that. It'll probably be a field goal or something somewhere. I'm not doing math right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we look at the Chargers hosting the Vikings. Dave, um, a lot of good running backs in this game. A lot of good players overall in this game. Just give us a few thoughts of this matchup. Mm, I like Eckler because even though. Uh... Uh, Gordon's back now. It seems like Eckler's still getting volume. Uh, he's always a dude that's fun to watch. To see him get a, get a wrinkle and then get a bunch of yards after the catch or after uh, the yeah. first contact. Um, Philip Rivers <laughs> is the reason why I believe in the other team's defense. <laughs> he might throw to the other team like three or four times. I don't know. I don't know if he's just washed off. I don't know if this is the clip. The cliff Max Kellerman thought Tom Brady was going to fall off, and somehow Philip Rivers fell off instead. Um, 
yeah, but I don't think he's gonna do much at all. Um, he's gonna he's gonna have a bunch of questionable throws, I think. Um, but I think the Vikings win this game pretty easily. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is solid. Uh, I think Delvin uh, Cook has a good game. Yeah. Okay. Stephon Diggs is elite, obviously. Maryland product. Yes, sir. Um, all right, let's, let's grind through these last four real quick here. Um, John, I'm going to go back to you for this one. The uh, Cowboys hosting the Rams. Um, I know Dallas is sliding, and uh, it's been a little weird with them. Rams kind of the same. They're hit or miss. Um, who do you like in this game, and what are your thoughts for this matchup? I think this is a big miss for the Rams. I know Eric was high on them in his way, but I'm the opposite. They've had their one good game for the uh, for the end of the season, and it's just going to be all downhill from here. Um, any anytime you can throw up zeros as uh, starting wide receivers, a little scary. I, I could never get behind starting Cooper Cup. Um, I think Dak has a sort of a comeback game in the sense that he gets a rush touchdown, which is good for fantasy. But uh, I think somehow the Cowboys sort of squeak this one out. Sorry, Dave. Uh, I just am not high on the Rams at all. Is it bad that I'm selfishly hoping that Cowboys lose just because I hate Skip Bayless? I want to see him bad. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even like. I'm not a big fan of either team. I just want to see Skip Bayless mad. <laughs> Why not? Um, Eric, let's look at uh, the Niners hosting the Falcons. Was all feel like this also could be a high scoring game. Um, this is not the Falcons are not actually a, that bad of a run defense. Um, is this a game that the Niners are just going to kind of kill the clock and run the ball, or is this going to be a Garoppolo game? Uh, I think it's going to be a mix of both. I think uh, Mostert will probably get some work in Breda as well, uh, which I think is the best combination to have. Um, but I could definitely see Garoppolo thrown. I think Atlanta's defense is horrible. And uh, I think this is a big Julio Jones game with Sherman out. Oh, I bet it's true. You guys also don't have D Ford and someone else too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we lost Weston Richburg, but he's our center, so. Ah, the injuries are starting to come. Um, do you like any Falcons pass catcher that's not Julio Jones? Russell Gage maybe is like a sneaky DFS play or something, but I wouldn't feel confident starting him in a playoff lineup. Eric, I'm going to stay with you for the next game. Uh, Pittsburgh hosting Buffalo. Uh, Sunday night football. Uh, surprising contenders at 9-4 and four and 8-5 and five with how their season started out. Um, do you like Josh Allen in this matchup? Do you like any Pittsburgh wide receivers in this matchup? And what about Devin Singletary? Uh, I'm not huge on Josh Allen in this matchup, and I've been on him all year, but a national TV game at Pittsburgh, who probably has the best defense uh, recently in terms of uh, how they've played. Uh, Devin Singletary, I feel a little bit better on. And uh, I guess start uh, start James Washington while Duck Hodges is under center. Do you not like Deontay Johnson off his two-touchdown game last week? You know, I feel like he throws it to everyone not named Juju, even when he's healthy. So, sure. Um, Hunt returns are, like, so fluky. They are. They are. But he did catch a long bomb, too, I think. 
Um, and then, Dave, I'm going to go to you quickly for the last one. Monday Night Football, New Orleans hosting Indianapolis. Uh, outside of Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara, um, do you like anybody for New Orleans? And is there anybody on Indianapolis that you really trust? Uh, I think you obviously have to start Breeze. Uh, he's just too lit. And then the Colts just went out and lost to the Bucks. <clears throat> so I feel like the Saints easily win this game. Um, and Drew Brees has four-plus touchdowns, 300-plus yards. Uh, on the Colts side, I guess Jacoby Brissett is startable. Um, Marlon Mack, obviously, is a good play. Uh, I'm pretty wary of any of their pass catchers uh, other than Doyle. Doyle's the only one I would consider starting. A Doyle rules. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's Dave, good. Dave, I'll probably start Brissett against you, so I hope he'd slid. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. Brissett is going to have an awful game. I heard he's going to throw like three or four picks. Oh. Have hella incompletions. Damn, all right. He's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, all right. Good analysis, fellas. Um, we're going to now go into our next segment with a little DFS action. Do you like with the cars going fast? Like DFS, it's like fast. No. <laughs> I wish I had the Bart Simpson, at least you tried, <laughs> that we could put up there. I was trying to think of like, a, what's, what's a good drop for a DFS? I'm still trying to figure it out. Just like type in DFS to one of those text-to-speech things. Have a robot. DFS. <laughs> um. So, John's not a big player for DFS. Eric, I'll ask you first, and Dave, if you have any, if you do DFS to chime in on, um, what are your best buys this week? Raheem Mostert is pretty low. I feel like we've talked a lot about him this show, or this podcast. Um, I think he's, Calcahan's going to be the hot hand, and uh, I think that he's a good play in that sense. Uh, I like the Rams deeper where they're valued for defense. Like I said, Double digits in four out of their last five games. And Cowboys haven't beaten anyone over 500. And uh, he's the second most expensive quarterback. David, you talked about Russell Wilson, and that's probably who I'm going to go with this week. I think he's just going to have a big week at Carolina. Do you like my stat? I do. I do. Um, I'm a big Tana Thrill fan, and I'm a big Fitz fan. I like both of them as undervalues. Um Again, the Derrick Henry's, Chubbs, and Carson's, I know people will play. Keep an eye on Danny Amendola. I also like Julian Edelman. I think that after what happened last week against the Chiefs, they're going to come out angry. And I think that uh, Edelman's going to be the main beneficiary of that against the helpless Cincinnati team. Um, and then I'm a big Ian Thomas fan this week, too. Uh, Ian Thomas is a nice little value play. Seattle, actually, everybody makes fun of the Cardinals and how bad they are against tight ends. But Seattle's the second-worst team against tight ends, and they still give up a lot of stats. Um, so Ian Thomas is a sneaky play. And then Pat's defense is probably going to eat alive since he. So they're, they're a good play, I think, as well for this week. Yeah, I know you just said Tannathrill, but I also have to go with him. Uh, they're at home against the Texans this week. He's coming off a performance where he had 390 yards and three touchdowns. They're on a four-game winning streak. 
this game's pretty important for uh, uh, seeding in the playoffs, whether you end up a wild card team, uh, like, and you're depending on someone else for your uh, destiny instead of uh, winning the division. Like, whoever wins this game, I think, is going to win the division. Uh, like, Tana Thrill a lot. Um, I also like Flight White a lot. Uh, James White for the Patri- Patriots. He's going to have at least 15 touches, I think. Uh, and I also believe he's going to have a touchdown. Um, wow. Yeah. I don't like Sony Michelle that much. The last three games, he's gotten 20 and then 10 and then five carries. Hasn't had over uh, 10 fantasy points in any of those games. Keep an eye on that. And also, um, for those that like stacking, um, it could be a good um, – the Titans game, Titans corners are all hurt. Um, I think it could be a good uh, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins stack. Um, so keep that in play. Um, for those that don't play, DFS is fun, and it's what we do if once we are out of the playoffs. That's all we can do these days. David, you're encouraging our viewers to gamble. What's wrong with you? I'm encouraging our viewers to have fun, Eric. I thought my bookie was a sponsor. And they'll have fun with oh. my DFS Gardner Minshew and Derek Carr. Scoring two crappy defenses, and and that's in addition to Stacey Jones, who's always a must start. All right, let's let's move into uh, our random question of the week. So um, I told this to Kevin and Jason last week. I'm gonna do the same to you guys. Um, this music comes from. The weirdest music video that exists on YouTube that I've ever seen. And if you type in Little Big, Hateful Love, it is the weirdest music video I've ever seen in my entire life, uh, which also links to another one of Little Big songs called Big Dick. Where, where are you going with this, Davey? Uh, uh, <laughs> if, you're in, if you're trying to trip out, watch these music videos because they are a mind blower. So I feel like they're perfect for these random questions. Um, and if you're listening, look up Little Big on YouTube because you're in for a trip. Um, so our random question, uh, who are we sponsored by this week, John? Well, we're sponsored by books. Just books. You can get them at the library. You, you can listen to them like this if you want, or you can read them. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you remember how lit the Scholastic Fairs were in elementary school? Yes. Oh, those were the best. Good sponsor today, John. That was like the only time I got excited to read. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Derek still owes me money from that. <laughs> then, but like, did you guys ever go to those things and like you didn't order them? So when you would sat, sit with everybody else, like they would all be reading their new books and you'd sit there like really blown. Maybe. I don't know. I was going to say, does that not happen to anybody else? <laughs> I don't remember I did, that. David, what's the question? I, I'm so, I'm so like anxious to know now. Oh, did, I, did I tell you guys the question? No. Oh. Um, so out of every player in the NFL, which player, if you could, would you want to kick in the nuts? And whichever player you say, you have to at them on Twitter and tell them that. Damn. Um, I'd, I'd easily go with Philip Rivers. I know we talked about Mason Rudolph's punchable face, but Philip Rivers has just as much, even probably even more, a face you want to punch. 
He's always making weird faces on the sidelines, and he's always complaining to the referees, and he's, he's never won a Super Bowl, and he has, like, 12 kids. I just want to kick him in the nuts so he can't have any more. And you would get to see if he would finally curse, because when he trash talks, he doesn't curse. Zon, you'd probably be doing the world a favor and not bringing any more Philip Rivers in the world. No, no, more, no more Rivers children. <laughs> Is it, like, nine now? It, I think it might be 12. I just made that up, but it could be right. Um, Dave, who is your player you'd want to kick in the nuts? Hmm. This season, probably Nelson Aguilar. Like, too many moments from the Eagles season I can remember as just dropped passes. Like, some for touchdowns, some for important first downs. Just to the point where a dude that, like, saved someone from a burning building was on the news in Philly, and he brought up Nelson Aguilar. So probably him but for this season, but all-time, probably Tom Brady. But I guess I'll stick with Nelson Aguilar because Tom Brady's life is too good, and it wouldn't matter much to him. Like, his and, wife would still be hot. He'd still have six rings. He'd still be kissing his kids on the lips. That's and, true. Joe, oh, true. David, I looked it up. You were spot on. Philip Rivers has nine kids uh, in 18 years of marriage with his wife. It's pretty good averages. And good, their good. names are Gunner, Grace, <laughs> Hallie, Sarah Catherine, Rebecca, Caroline, Claire, Anna, and Peter. Only only two guys. He's a very good Catholic boy, that Phil Jesus. Those are some white names. I'm surprised no one ever Gunner got I, as you, it, Honestly, it started off whiter with Gunner, and then it just got a little bit more normal. But yeah. Gunner was a hot start. <laughs> I just think when I hear Philip Rivers, I think of Joe Rivers. <laughs> Eric, I know Eric gets that. No comment. <laughs> I'll keep the pod moving along. I'll keep the pod moving along. Um, Eric, I already know who your player is, but go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. It should be obvious. Go ahead. Tell the rest you know, of the pod. I want, you, I want you to say it. First of all, John and Dave, do you think you know what it is? Yeah. I actually don't. Dave, who do you think it is? <laughs> uh, number 25 for the 49ers. Oh, uh, you would be spot on. Is that right, Eric? Oh, yeah. That's, I feel like that was a given. Way too easy. Eric, even though he's on your shit. team, you'd still want to do it? Oh, yeah. He totally deserves it. Like, he still hasn't changed. He's still pretty arrogant. Like, he can play for my team, but he still needs a reality check in life. But... I can't add him because he blocked me because I said he looked like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Damn, it's pretty disrespectful. I would probably block you for that too. Yeah, gee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tom Brady's the easy one. I think we all w- would kick Tom. Wait, Brady. David, I think I know yours. You definitely don't, but go ahead, Brian Hill. I was I was gonna say Danny Woodhead. That's Eric. Eric would go with Danny Woodhead. I like Danny Woodhead. All right, do you want to know who mine is? It's kind of – it's not even a player. It's it's kind of cheating, but John Gruden. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just what? feel like – I feel like for the comedic effect, if you kicked him in the nuts, he'd be like, oh, man, my ball. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd kick Andy Reid in the nuts. He probably wouldn't feel it, though. <laughs> oh, I just feel like John Gruden getting kicked in the nuts. I would laugh so hard, so it would just be worth it from that sense. I don't even hate him. 
<laughs> I actually like John Gruden. I just for the comedic part of it would be great. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. That's not very fair, okay? I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> that, that, that hurt. I can't have any more kids, man. He only kicks I want to see her going through the uprights there. Bunch. <laughs> right. um, yeah, okay. So I guess we won't at them save our Twitter <laughs> credibility here. But, um, yeah, that, that's our random question for this week. And um, we're going to finish out the pod. We're doing really well with timing today for the first time in forever. So we're going to do with a little bit of a segment we started a few weeks ago and then we actually did last week. Um, but uh, since we have our original crew here today, we're going to do it again. It's the how many Twitter followers do they have game? I'm ready. We got the birds chirping like tweeter. That was good. That was good. Dude. Yeah. Um. All right, so our first player. Are you guys ready? Yes, yep. sir. Lance Dunbar. I'm I'm going with six thousand. I'm going twelve thousand. Nine thousand. I'm gonna go seven. That seems high. Seventeen. Do y'all know something about Lance Dunbar? I don't know. Right, yes, so all those seem kind of high. What were the what were the guesses again? Six. I said twelve thousand. Said. Like nine, I think. You said six, John, and I said yes. seventeen. We went in like a good thing of threes until you screwed it up. Yeah. Uh, he has seventy thousand followers. What? What? <laughs> yes. Why? And he is his Twitter bio is the Dallas Renegades running back. What? Wow. Seventy thousand. Good for you, Lance Dunbar. Yeah. What? Good for you. Jesus. Are you guys ready for the next one? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Plaxico Burris. Ooh, I'm going a hundred thousand. One fifty. Seventy-two thousand. I'm going two fifty. And the answer is thirty thousand. Wow! What? How does Lance Dunbar? Jesus. That's, that's hilarious. How does Lance Dunbar have more than Plaxico Burris? But you know what? I also feel like it depends on how active they are on Twitter. But, like, how, how can he possibly move, be more interesting than a guy who shot himself in a club? I don't know. Yeah. Dunbar maybe responds to fans more often. Like, maybe that's his, like, fame in life is having a lot of Twitter followers. What the fuck? All right, so. He hasn't it? tweeted since December 8th. <laughs> so, who, uh. him for? <laughs> who, um, who guessed the lows for that one? Was that you, Eric? Yeah. All right, so each got one. We'll do first one to three. Um, next one, Evan Royster, the former running back. Yes, six thousand again. Ten thousand. Uh, Dave, what'd you say? Ten thousand. Eighty-five hundred. Ooh. Mm, I'm gonna go seventeen again. <laughs> seventeen followers. <laughs> <laughs> 17,000, obviously. No, no, no. David's locked in at 17. What if it's like 20? What if he's right? Yeah, he's like but, 20. All right, so what were the guesses? 6,000 again. 10,000? 8,500. I said 17, so I win. What was it? 20, he is 27,000. <laughs> wow. Um, And he actually has like five of my followers follow him, which is very sad. Why? That's Why? so many. 
I mean, I don't care if they're Redskins fans. Why would you follow Evan Royster of all people? So random. And he what hasn't tweeted him since 2017. What's his David, most recent post? 2017. David, add, <laughs> add him and say, why do so many people follow you on Twitter? Oh, I'll be, all right, let me tweet him. I don't, like, can you tweet them without following them? Yeah. Yeah. You just can't DM them. Oh, hold on, here we go. Or otherwise, Ray Lewis would know exactly how many times he's committed a murder. <laughs> okay, I tweeted him. Why do you have so many followers? I'm sure he won't respond because he hasn't tweeted in two years. Wait, people are following him and he hasn't tweeted in two years? <laughs> yes. What? All right, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. yeah. All right, I've got the lead. I won this game last week. Um, next one is Matt Jones. Who? Matt Jones, the former Redskins and Colts running back with the long dreads. This has to be like like 4,000 people. 9,000. Dude, I'll let you go before me. I accidentally saw his when I pulled it up, so I will disqualify myself from this one. All right, Dave, you said 9,000? Yeah. I'm going to say 12,000. So, not, Eric, you said 12. Dave said 9. And John, what did you say? I said he has twenty one thousand one hundred. It's all about the twenties, fellas. You got to guess the twenties are for the nobodies. But these guys, yeah, suck. I guess so. Like it's more a sign of disrespect than me wanting to win the game. All right, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah, David, two two. A David Mendelson favorite, Bernard Pierce. I guess I'll break down and say twenty thousand. <laughs> Thirty-five thousand. Uh, I'll go seventeen thousand because he got a DUI. I'll say fifty-seven thousand. So I said fifty-seven. You said how much, Eric? Seventeen. John. Twenty thousand. Like thirty, something like that. He has forty thousand followers. Who? Why are mm. people following these random ass? <laughs> So, wait a second. I did 57, Dave. You said 35? I said 30 something. I don't remember. He's still closer. Yeah. All right. Let, let, let's have this one be the last one, Davey. All right. Last one. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Make it a good one. Let's go with Billy. Kunda. Make it somebody like the fake practice squad players that you use. Billy Kunda. <laughs> Billy Kunda. Oh, Billy Kunda probably has a lot. I want to say two hundred thousand. Fifty thousand. Forty-five thousand. I'm gonna say thirty-five thousand. All right. So I say thirty-five. Eric said forty-five. Dave. Fifty. John. The answer: three thousand followers. I yeah, win. Yeah, Billy Cundiff. Three thousand followers, John. You had to stick to your low guns for that one. Jesus. How does Billy? Well, we know John's weakness now. <laughs> John's great at the practice squad game. Horrible at the Twitter followers game. I just can't believe seventy thousand people follow Lance Dunbar. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> 
take away from today's show. You know what's funny though is I feel like if I tweeted Billy Cundiff, he would respond. <laughs> Three thousand followers. It's oh, just God. he loves his girlfriend slash wife. No, his wife because all his pictures are with his wife. But that's another fun episode of how many Twitter followers they have. Or we, I should make it like, how many Twitter followers you got? Hit me, ma, if you want. Um, all right, fellas. Uh, good episode. Uh, anything you want to say before we peace out of here? Uh, go, birds. Read, read books. Boo Seahawks each and every week. Read books from the Scholastic School Fair. Do you get to go to those, David, now that you're a teacher? Oh, dude, I never get to go to them because my school's too poor. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, on that Stay- note, guys, we will... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, guys, we will see you all next week for uh, week 16. Uh, until then, have a great rest of your week. Enjoy football this weekend. Enjoy your fantasy playoffs. We're in the semifinals. And if you play DFS, enjoy your DFS. We'll catch you next week. Stay tuned to see if Evan Royster breaks his two-year spell to tweet David back. (laughs)